Hey everybody, this is Bob, and this is something special that I, I don't think we've ever done before, but there was some huge news that came out in the movie world yesterday, and I've gotten a lot of people that have been messaging me, asking me my thoughts on this whole thing, and I figured, why not just throw it down into a quick, unscheduled podcast episode? So, I'm going off the cuff here today, guys. I don't have any notes, really, <laughs> to go along with this. I just want to give you my thoughts on what's happening with the Warner Brothers announcement. But before that, we have another announcement to make. Many of you guys knew that Brad and his wife were expecting a baby, uh, and last week they did deliver their first child. Everybody is healthy. I'm not going to give out any more information than that, other than to say Brad had his baby. Everybody's doing well. So uh, if you think of it, congratulate Brad on being a new dad. So the announcement that we heard yesterday came from Warner Brothers, and they said that what they're going to do is they're going to release their entire 2021 slate of films to HBO Max in addition to releasing them in theaters. And this kind of set off an atomic bomb in the movie world, because this is something that a movie studio has never done before. They're partnering with a streaming platform to release their movies in theaters and in homes simultaneously. And the reaction, especially like on Twitter, was just catastrophic. Like, is this the end of the movie theater in the United States? I have a few thoughts on this. And the model that we're seeing that's kind of setting this whole thing up is what they've already planned to do with Wonder Woman 1984, which is coming out this month. Because of the pandemic, Warner Brothers decided they're going to stop pushing back the release of Wonder Woman and they're going to release it on HBO Max simultaneously with releasing it in theaters. What they're going to do is they're going to release the movie for a month to HBO Max subscribers at no additional cost. So you get the movie for a month. You can watch it in your house. You could also go to the movie theater and see it. So you have both options, which I think is a good thing because that way they're getting repeat customers, people who want to go to the movie after maybe they've seen it on HBO Max, people who want that theater experience. So they're still able to get some money for it. HBO Max obviously shelled out to get this on their platform, which had really been struggling to pick up subscribers. But what does it mean going forward? What does it mean that Warner Brothers is now testing out this whole simultaneous in-home and in-theater release? I think there's a couple ways to look at it. There's the really optimistic way to look at it, which is to say that I think Warner Brothers is looking at the landscape of the United States, which is still, you know... Uh, the United States and China are still the, the biggest movie markets in the world. And you want the U.S., obviously, to be back to being fully healthy from this pandemic, to be able to go to the movie theaters. But the forecasts are just saying that even if everybody gets a vaccine, we're not going to be back to normal until at least the summertime. Which means people are not going to be comfortable going to a movie theater before then. So they understand that they are at a huge financial disadvantage and they have to do something to get eyes on these movies and to try to make some money back. And so partnering with HBO Max, I'm sure getting a good deal from HBO Max is really going to help them kind of save their bottom line. If you're taking the optimistic approach, then you see this as a temporary measure. This is something they're going to do for 2021. They've already said this was only a plan for the following year and then they're going to reevaluate so maybe we get to 2022 and everything's back to normal. Movies are just coming out in the theaters again, and we've made it through this pandemic with Warner Brothers doing something really creative. There's also the really pessimistic way of looking at things, and that is to say we have seen the decline of the movie theater over the last 10, 15 years in the United States. 
it first became really apparent in the fact that they don't make these mid-budget movies anymore. You know, movies that cost $30, $40 million that are designed to make back $50, $60, $70, $80 million. It used to be the lifeblood of movie studios because that's the movies they would market to adults. Those are the movies they would end up marketing for Oscar buzz and things like that. And over the last 15 years, as we've seen the Marvels of the world get bigger, studios just don't make mid-budget movies anymore. They either make really, really small indie movies or they make $250 million epics like, you know, Endgame, something like that. Because we've started to see less and less people going to the movies, the only time we see people in theaters anymore is for what we call event movies. That would be your Endgame, your Infinity War. People on average are only going to the movies about five times a year now. And most, you know, some of you listening to this, you probably go to the movie theater even less than that. So what this is doing, in effect, is it might be even further killing off movie theaters. Now, you know, if you're going to ask my opinion on do movie theaters deserve this, I think to some extent they do. The, the AMCs of the world, the huge chains, which are charging way too much per ticket, and they're also charging way too much for concessions, it's, it's becoming harder and harder for the average American family to go to the movie theater. I totally get it. You know, when I go, I try to go like on discount day at the Cinemark or I go to like the early showings and, and catch a matinee because I refuse to pay $12, $13 for a movie ticket for a 7 p.m. showing. It's just not worth it. And I totally get it if that's where you're at as well. What should concern us, though, is that by Warner Brothers putting their lot in with HBO Max, are all of the other studios going to get ready to follow suit? And if that's the case, are we all only going to be watching movies at home from here on out? Does the movie theater die? And, you know, one of my friends texted me yesterday and he said, what really worried him is, is the mom and pop theater chain. And that's that's true. I mean, the standalone movie theaters, not even the chains. I have one in my neighborhood here. It's five dollars to go see a new movie all the time. It's such a great deal. I love supporting them. But how do they survive this? You know, if no one's going to the movie theater in 2021 because they're all staying home and watching things at HBO Max, how do they make it out of this? OK, and I've seen some people talking about how, you know, in Great Britain, a lot of the movies are funded by the British Film Institute, which gets its money from the British government. Uh, the lottery system they have there when you buy a lottery ticket, that money goes to funding the arts. We don't do stuff like that in the United States. So the government's not subsidizing the movie theater industry. And again, guys, I know for some of you, this is not a huge deal to you because you just don't like going to the theater. You might have somebody, you know, sitting next to you at the theater or in front of you that has their phone out the whole time. It can be distracting and, and people can ruin your experience. And when you watch a movie at home, you don't have those distractions. I totally get it. But for people like me who really, truly love the movie theater experience, for, for people who believe that in most cases, at least, movies were designed to be watched in a theater setting and communally with other people, I think this does kind of, you know, perk my ears up a little bit and, and worry me because I don't know where the industry is going to go. And we're kind of just relying on them right now to stay true to their word that this is just a temporary fix and that they're not going to lean into this long term, but they really, really might. And I think that's what's worrying a lot of people. Now, if we look at what Warner Brothers is actually saying they're going to do, they're going to basically be releasing their movies for one month concurrent with the theatrical release. So like if Wonder Woman comes out on December 25th, let's say you get it for a month on HBO Max and then it goes away. It might still be playing in theaters, so you might still have the opportunity to see it in theaters. 
But essentially what this is going to do is it's going to drive up demand for HBO Max and it's going to basically be allowing Warner Brothers to keep a steady stream of people coming back wanting more. You know, if you stay long enough to pay your whatever it is, $10, $15 to HBO Max to watch Wonder Woman, then maybe you stay for the next month when they release another movie. They have 14 movies coming out in 2021, so you're getting more than one a month on average. So it's not like you're just going to sign up for a month, watch your one movie, and then cancel your subscription. They're really banking on the fact that people are going to stick around because they want to see movies like Dune. They want to see movies like The Matrix 4. These are all movies that are going to be premiering on HBO Max. So, I mean, there's a lot of positive. There's a lot of negative. It might really just be that this is something that they're patching over the holes with to keep them afloat so that we can get to 2022 and get back to the movie theaters. It might also be kind of the first crack in the dam of what's holding up the movie theater industry right now. We don't know where it's going to go. I'm I'm interested to see what happens from here on out, uh, but I'd love to hear what you guys think. So if you have thoughts on this whole announcement, please tweet at us, call in. You can find us on social media at Film Whiskey, or you can give us a call on our call-in line, which is 216-800-5923. Once again, that number is 216-800-5923. Or leave us a voicemail on our Anchor.fm webpage, which is anchor.fm slash Film Whiskey. Thanks for sticking with me, guys. I hope this was helpful. I hope it was a little bit informational. We'll see you on Monday with another regularly scheduled episode.